0: give it a few
1: seconds here Are you there mm-hmm. okay um actually whatever Skype is doing just killed that rain noise so may not have to filter it but just give me a couple
0: seconds of silence and just in case
1: All right, welcome to Geek versus Geek. I'm Bode. I'm Geo. And welcome to episode thirteen,
2: baby.
3: Yes,
1: (laughs) made it. Buzzing number thirteen. It can be. It can be. Um. So, Mr. Content Coordinator, what what do we have in store for the good people today?
2: Well, uh. Since we both recently watched uh, a very interesting documentary, and we've been talking about uh, this topic more recently, um, I thought we would discuss um,
1: elections today. Well, yeah, well, maybe more of a particular election than, than generally speaking, but... Elections in general, because, you know, Alabama's primaries were yesterday, and uh, I guess Kay Ivey is not going anywhere as governor. I voted for Lou Burnett, but uh, that's all you can do is vote. I mean, people don't. That's the weird thing. It's like when you got an incumbent, that's how Obama got a second term, even though nobody liked him. You know what I mean? Because, you know, his first four years, he let everybody down. But because we don't like to change. Well, you know, I'd rather have a familiar failure than an unfamiliar situation, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, Kay Ivey is technically on her third term. And uh, Alabama only gets two terms for governor. So she got her first term wasn't a complete term because our dermatologist pimple popper. Got ousted in disgrace and she took his place and so it's like two and a half terms she'll be serving or most of
2: so who who was who was uh, you have me curious who was the who was the dermatologist pimple popper in question
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was the governor before ivy and uh he he had this scandalous affair made his wife humiliated his wife in public i mean it was just and this guy was just just a complete asshole and um i forget his name because i i didn't like him from the jump man i didn't vote for him i didn't like him um but um, uh he 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 had his wife had to move out of town. She was so humiliated. She moved to uh, oh, damn. She they did live here. Well, and he'd commute to Montgomery, but she left. I think she even wound up leaving the state. Hmm. Um, wow. Because it was like this young secretary. It was just disgustingly younger than than he was and you know she can't his wife campaigned for him and everything she did all the events and stuff and just it just made her look like a a fool and um she was absolutely humiliated and i don't even think it was you know her fault necessarily um how the hell is she supposed to know what her what her pimple popper husband's supposed to be doing I'm gonna look his name up real quick
2: yeah um we seem to um have this thing for our for our politicians especially the higher the the, the higher you go um that was supposedly what was supposed to be with Clinton is because what happened with him and, and we're like, well, no, he's supposed to oh, – they're all supposed to be these morally upstanding citizens, you know, like clean-cut, good guy. Um, and uh, it doesn't always happen, especially not in these this day and age. I mean <laughs> – um, what was that guy's name? Uh, Mayor of Chicago, was it? Ex-mayor uh, of Chicago?
1: Willie Brown? It? Oh. I thought I thought Willie Brown was San Francisco.
2: Or maybe listeners just got it was either San Francisco or Chicago. I can't remember what which one they caught him like doing cocaine or something. Oh
1: that that Toronto mayor Ford. Remember that Yeah. Day? He died. He O D'd on some shit he got reelected and he was a open about it. He was doing Coke on YouTube and shit. I mean <laughs> It's like, dude, how do how? It's like Birmingham's Mary Larry Langford got reelected while he was in prison, while he was in jail for election fraud. He <laughs> he got reelected. I don't I don't know how I don't I mean it just boggles my mind, man. Um, it's just it's just crazy. But um
2: <sighs> yeah um yeah. not to I don't want to completely derail us but I want to take a little bit of a detour for a second um have you been yeah, following ahead,
1: have
2: you been following what's going on in Texas
1: what the uh, the FBI six week cycle operation yeah
2: um I am trying to I'm scrambling for information like because I don't like we're listening to I was listening to Fox News. Driving down from how long
1: point. how how long has it been since the Buffalo incident? How many weeks has it been? Uh at least two or three. I think. Okay. Well, I'm thinking it's part of a four week cycle. I think it went from six weeks to four weeks so uh, i but i know it hasn't been a month yet i mean maybe they maybe they kicked this one off too early you know
2: well here's the bad thing like we're i'm listening to we're listening to fox news driving down the road earlier today i had an appointment today and um like the commentators it is so freaking obvious they're asking asking the dumb they got uh texas's uh mayor uh Mayor of the town where this happened. They got him on the on the uh, on on the news, and they're like uh, asking him all these really strange, dumb questions. Like, did you know the Did you know the shooter personally? Did you talk to anybody that
1: knew the shooter? Well, let's back yeah. up a little bit here. Cause <laughs> that's one thing. I know the shooter was eighteen, but mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything else about this dude
2: apparently nobody has because they're like because they're asking the mayor of, of this town you're like uh you know who you know was he in he what was he in school we know that he lived with his grandparents he's like yeah um and, and then they're like uh well yeah and then we're sitting there going well yeah because he like shot his grandmother and then drove and then went to a elementary school and did this and mm-hmm. apparently and they were talking about like there's cops all over the place all over the place because they were already chasing after him because he shot his grandmother mm-hmm. and then like this dude there's a fence he jumps the fence you're supposed to come through the office is how it's supposed to you're not they have a fence around the school he jumped the fence went inside and started killing people
1: yeah that's the that's the way like when brett was going to school you you had to be buzzed into the school and you had to go into the office there wasn't a fence around a bit but you're not getting in that building um without security opening the door and you're going straight to the office and signing in stating your business um which i didn't really mind that really i don't feel like that was invasive i mean these kids are in school um they don't have any rights because they're on government property so i mean homeschooling you do have an option you know (laughs) if you have a problem with that but Um, they've
2: also they've also gone through all the standard stuff he had hundreds of rounds of ammunition he had a so so many
1: guns and this that and the other and i'm like how it just seems like there's it just seems like there's an agenda there So how are these kids just popping off like this? I mean, and I think we should go the way of Canada. I don't think we should be publicizing these mass shootings anymore. I just, I don't, I mean, not that it'll stop them, but, you know, um, for those seeking fame and notoriety, um, it will eliminate that as a motive. And, it's that's that's but you know that's not how our media works, you know. If it bleeds, it leads, you know what I mean?
2: The last guy, um, I think the Buffalo shooter, he live streams shit. How that like and nobody captured the video, nobody has which I maybe they do, maybe they don't. I, I, <laughs> I mean videos get geotagged. <laughs> Do what? Videos get geotagged, do they not? So, like, shouldn't they have been able to do something before he did all this? You know? And then you got this kid, 18-year-old kid who they're like, oh, he wasn't in school, he was mentally... It's like, yeah, he was crazy. If this is known, then how does this crap keep happening? There's no explanation for any of it. It's just like, I mean, those of us who can look at this, you know, kind of differently and not like, um, you know, just freak out about it like a lot of people do. Um, although I, had my first thought was, this is why I own a firearm. This is why I need to learn how to use these things. <laughs> you know, to, you know, protect people, protect myself and other people around me. Um, but yet, you know, you, you, you can't have that. You're, you're, you know, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. How do you own this? And how do you own that? And like, I, I, it's just, uh, this is this is insane. I don't understand how we as a society can tolerate this
1: mess. Um. Well, when you, under, when you understand, you know the whole the whole nine, it, it becomes clear. But, um, I don't know the Buffalo thing. First of all that wasn't the first shooting in that neighborhood um that that's like a daily daily occurrence another podcast we listened to had a hands-on boots on the ground report of a of a government worker who works in that city from you know uh frequently and they have to be escorted when he goes in they um he he's you know this person has been um under siege many times. So the fact that it just so happens been a white kid shooting the supermarket up this time. Um, yeah, I get it. It you know, but violence is not new to that community. And um it's antagonized by a certain sector. Um well, all the media, first of all, because if it bleeds, it leads. And second of all, the politicians use it to jam things through. You know, like the Patriot Act would have never have happened had nine eleven not occurred. You know what I mean? If nine eleven hadn't happened, Patriot Act would would have never been dreamt up. There's no way they could have got that that third. And yeah. you know, I've been I literally been called sick. For having this, this 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 thought process, I'm sick in the head because I think like this. Literally, been called that. Because mm-hmm. when I I was asked yesterday, "Did you hear about the tech shooting?" I said, "Yeah, it's another FBI uh, operation to uh to to uh put gun control back on the table." Oh, that's sick. That's a that's twisted. No, it ain't. It's life. That's how shit works. I mean truth is stranger than fiction and we live in a cruel world and life isn't fair and it's all not a bunch of roses you know shit happens and um you know i'm sad that those children and that his teacher lost their lives but you know that 18 year old was a pawn just like george floyd was a pawn in a bigger game and if you don't see that then there's no way I can bring the light to you. You're going to have to crawl towards the light on your own. You may want to do that, and you may not want to. You may be comfortable living in darkness, and, hey, this darkness is comforting, It's soothing. It's like a womb, and that's fine. If that's your safety on me, I prefer to know the truth. At least, least, you know, um, I may not be able to do anything about it, but at least they didn't get over on me. They didn't fool me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, speaking of truth. <laughs> All right. We, since you're uh, the since you're the latest one to have seen it, I'm going to let you lead on that one.
2: Um, okay. There's a documentary going around that if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. It's called 2000 Mules. And it basically lays out I'll give the the brief synopsis of this thing
0: that there,
2: you know, there were people who were paid to go around and put ballads in boxes at library libraries, um, you know, voting places, um, after hours, um, probably like one o'clock in the morning. Most of the time, and these people went to multiple, came from multiple states, to key states, to where it would have it would have mattered. Now the strange thing is that I got from this this thing, um, there's a company that um, tracks whose whose who's sole purpose is to they basically track voter. Uh, elections and how they work, and you know what, you know what happens during an election, and uh, the apparently these uh, nonprofit organizations <laughs> paid a bunch of people to go around and stuff ballots um, in these boxes and that in itself is illegal because non-profits are not allowed to influence
1: um well ballot harvesting in most states are illegal anyway your vote you hand it in um paid or not so and another thing is, um, I'd like to address this, and it may give a little bit of a way. One of the critiques that I had, and I brought it up to you, was the fact that in this documentary, these, these, these nonprofit organizations that uh, the mules get the ballots from and who are paid, uh, who pay the, the, the mules, weren't named in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I uh, remember you and I discussing that, and I'm like, you know, I, th- I think it's because both sides do it wrong. Dine- uh Megan Kelly addressed Dinesh directly on that, and Dinesh was like, "Look, we wanted to name the organizations, but we could not ensure the movie. Uh, get we were, we yeah, the, 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 we would have been sued." uh he goes i have the list and i can hand it to you and i could talk about the list and i can name the names but i could not name them in the movie or i could not get insurance for the movie and if you can't get insurance for the movie movie can't get paid because you know there's screen actors guild and all that and you have to you know you have to do what you got to do
2: they're unionized
1: yeah right so that that was that was the reason that these organizations weren't named and dinesh felt that it was a fair compromise because the rest of the evidence stacked up dinesh dinesh d'souza is that his last name yeah d'souza dinesh d'souza um and i was satisfied with that i was like okay um that doesn't sound fishy to me that sounds legit knowing what i know about the movie industry um and how shit gets made um you know, that, you know, because like you hear certain actors don't get jobs because they can't get insured. You know, it's like, well, why didn't so was offered the, you know, Keanu Reeves was originally offered the role for this. But, you know, um, and then you come to find out, well, you know, they, they he, his insurance was too high and they couldn't, they, you know, they couldn't cover him in the movie, you know. So that is a thing. So. And he's he, and he said I have the list if you want it you know he offered Megyn Kelly the list so it's not like he's hiding it he's like I just can't talk about it in the movie now
2: I know there are a lot of people that have probably been listening to this kind of stuff for ever since the election happened mm-hmm. and and there's a lot of people that just wish it would just go away they're tired of hearing about it you know I was one of those you know to a certain extent I'm one of those people cause cause they just pound it into your head day after day after day. And if you listen to the same sources day after day, that's going to happen. Um, well it's, it's when you, it's when you, you, you look outside the box that you really get a, uh, a sense of, you know, Hey, this is going on under your nose and when you're not paying attention, you know, um, this for this very reason, I'm glad that we pay attention. Um, because you and I, there is a podcast that we did early on. We did one election night. Um, we were on the, we recorded for like four hours mm-hmm. and we we're sitting there watching this and we're just like oh at one point we're like oh he's he's got it you know trump's got it in the bag you know and and then everything just stops (laughs) be a landslide and then all of a sudden it like you know literally looking at a i don't you remember what website we were looking at that had all the
1: i think it was five four was it 548.com or um politico maybe i don't know i don't remember it's it's in the original video Mm -hmm. but you all won't see the video when it gets released. It'll just be audio only. Um, So if you want that, you know, sign up for our Patreon, and we can offer that as extra content. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, Let's, let's, I have, I have, don't even get me started about Patreon.
1: Oh, yeah, you won't. I don't think you'll hear Patreon from us, seriously. (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen. We'll find another way to do things. Um, uh, But anyway.
2: There's certain people, certain things that I I will actively support somebody doing that. But for the most part, it's not, I, I don't understand why people, you know, but anyway. Um. Yeah, we were watching this, and we're like, wow, it's, it's in the bag, and all of a sudden, like, just, like, in a matter of seconds, like, actually minutes, we're sitting there watching all this stuff, and the thing about the film, The uh, 2000 Mules, is, like, the way they break it down, it would have swung Trump's way, mm-hmm. you know, but that's not what happened, so... um but the way they explained it every uh, basically what this company do, I forget the name of the company that
1: does truth this. of vote I think truth
2: yeah truth of vote that's it um they um track were able to track people using their cell phones which if you want to th- this is why you need to be careful <laughs> where you go and where you take your cell phone in my estimation cuz it's amazing what people can can buy and and see um, that's a, that's a whole nother conversation. Oh yeah. Uh, but, um, they were able to track people, see where they went. They, they went all over the place and just, just started putting in ballads. You know, some of them, you can literally see like these, these guys walking up to the ballad box and, um, after hours and stuff, literally stuffing them in till they fall out of the box. Where they have to get us to bend down and pick up the ballot that they that fell on the ground and put it back in, and put it in the box. And, and it's just, um, but like I said, the strange thing was it was all the way it, they broke it down, it it would have been Trump would have like won, but that's not what happened. I still haven't figured out, well, okay, if, if their data says that Trump, you know, would have won mm-hmm. thanks to all these illegal ballots.
1: No, then, that's not what they said. Know. Yeah, and then it well, you, I mean, the if way that, you, if you take the illegal ballots away, Trump would have, won. would have won. right?
2: And then they okay, yeah, and then they added like they started with a certain set of uh, a certain number of people, and then once they expanded it to include, you know, more information, um, it ended up going going for Biden. Because you're talking about, like, what was it, like, over a thousand people, sometimes a couple hundred people um, per state
3: mm.
2: um, that were doing this and were being paid. The, the way they would do it was they would go to the box, they would put, put the ballot in, and then they would take a picture of the box. And that's supposedly that's how they were supposed to get paid. Yeah,
1: they they got paid per ballot and they would go and they'd have to they'd have to you know take a picture of you know them doing it as proof you know? and um they in the the criteria cuz a lot of people were saying well what if i just happened to be by about no they 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 made a very specific day in the life of of, of these, of these cell phones, and they they set the bar pretty high. You had to have visited ten ballot boxes, and you had to have stopped at one of these non profit organizations that 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 um, hoard the ballots. Okay, and uh, couple that with video surveillance that verify that this cell phone there's the dude you see him dropping off the the ballots and the cell phone data uh, reflects that then you got a solid way to guarantee and dinesh explains this there's some controversy that they tried they try to throw some shade at him about this but it is my understanding, both both in listening to the criticism and listening to Dinesh, that evidence presented to they they had established credibility. So they donated evidence that they found uh, to help put a suspect at a crime scene of eight year old's murder at a Wendy's. And they they took that evidence, and that evidence contributed to the arrest of two suspects, okay? So they did that as a proof of concept that this data is so accurate that it can prosecute a murder, okay? And um, a lot of backlash on it, but I've seen enough on both sides to to say that, yeah, that's pretty much because... It didn't get solved until a year later. And that's how long it took for them to gather the evidence. And they didn't donate it directly to law enforcement in Georgia. They donated the the evidence to the FBI. So Georgia's like, well, we got the evidence from the FBI. We didn't get it from truth to vote. Well, where did the FBI get it? They got it from truth to vote. So um, it's just mind-boggling. That, uh, to borrow a phrase from somebody I follow, that we let this happen um, and nobody cares. Oh, that, the, you know, the other side would be like, well, you know, um, President Bush should, Al Gore should have been president because George Bush bought the Supreme Court because he's got oil money. Okay, yeah, I believe that. I also believe this election was rigged. Both things yeah. can be true. Add
2: add add to the fact that people were going into apparently going into uh, homes and stuff, and you know, basically telling people how to how to vote. Um, right, well,
1: point, you know, they were going into the the senior homes, the senior yeah. citizen. You no, know, they weren't like going into their houses at gunpoint.
2: <laughs> I mean uh, and the fact that people would go to the I mean, they
1: might have go to the polls
2: that don't speak English and they're sitting there like they don't think that the poll one of the poll watchers that was doing this, you know, they're they don't know that this lady speaks Spanish and they're literally literally telling the 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 individuals who, how to vote or who to mm. vote for um mm-hmm And and this this could be this could you know, this doesn't just happen with Democrat or Republican. This happens with with both sides, which I I find very interesting. It's just that, you know,
1: it just got I think it just got worse with the Democrats. It just because once they gain momentum, you know, Republicans really just lost any vantage point. You know what I mean? It's like the the you know, you, you cheat a few key elections and you stay in power and boom, your team wins. How are you gonna how are you gonna swing that pendulum the other way, even if you do cheat? How are you gonna swing it? Yeah, and this was the absent basically this was an absentee um, That's the whole reason they took they wanted the absentee voting thing, the mail in ballots to happen, yeah. because they knew they could take advantage of it, man. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, Trump said it. He was like, "It's too easy to cheat." Oh no, it's the most secure election in the world. First of all, that's a lie. Whether the election was rigged or not, that's a lie. It wasn't the most secure election in the world because of the situation under which it went. And um, so that right there raises a red flag to me. A minute, it's like Fox News, the most trusted news. <laughs> Really really, You got to tell everybody That you're the most trusted news How about let your news How about let your reporting Tell us that Why do you got to tell us that You know yeah. I mean, we So why is So I'm, I'm Not trying to interrupt But it's just you know my thing is Why does the media have to keep constantly Reminding us most secure election in history Most secure election in history uh, no, just by the fact that you ramming it, in my head raises a serious red flag to me. So the more, the more times you tell
2: somebody something, the more eventually, eventually it becomes the truth is, is the, the theory behind that one. Basically, the more you say it, because the human mind can't, um, no matter how hard you try, um, you say, you tell somebody something enough times. It's, it's gonna stick mm. whether you believe it or not
1: um, it just because it just becomes willed into truth
2: mm. yeah. <laughs> and yeah it, it was uh mm. I, you and i like i said we're sitting there on election night we, we were excited for this and we, and and, and we're just sitting there watching the video. We're just dumbfounded by the end of the night, and we're like, uh, <coughs> at one point, we're like, "Well, tomorrow's going to be, you know, different or whatever."
1: Um, well, here's the thing, if, and if y'all listen to the four-hour commentary, if you suffer through it all, <laughs> you'll hear Geo and I dumbfounded why'd they stop i don't know why why'd they stop the election this is weird why why why'd they stop the counting and you know that that to me right there that was the first sign of something going wrong now i i don't think you and i quite put two and two together that oh the election was fixed until we learned Biden won when when voting started and Biden was just all of a sudden ahead, it's like you know. it's like, hold 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 on. We got to pause things. Okay, now go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
2: you know. You're, you're talking about a, you're talking about a man who sat in his basement. The entire
1: yeah, six, campaign. Yeah, six, pe- six people show up at his freaking campaign rallies. Um, I mean, and. You know trump trump paps, packs them in you know
2: has lines out the door you know um like this like i said this dude sat in his basement biden sat in his basement basement for six months didn't even know.
1: run a campaign didn't didn't, run a campaign. didn't
2: do and yet he won if, if that is not you know proof right and, there that something and, was and,
1: missed. And, here, and here's the thing. You know, they want to talk about the 2016 election, okay? Mm-hmm. Trump won in 2016, okay? Fair and square, okay? He got 12 million more votes in 2020 than he did in 2016. And you mean to tell me he still lost? Ah. <laughs>
2: yeah, and mm-hmm. to, to listen to the people... You know, you start talking about this and people start like, "No, well, bad, bad, well, you, you, but, yeah, the the backpedaling they do and the he- hemming and hawing to try to explain this because they can't. There There, is no logical explanation for this. I don't care what they say.
1: No, and once you see something like 2000 Mules, because you and I are already skeptical. By the time the dust settled, we just it just became just common sense to us that okay they fixed the election that's the only thing that does make sense so anything so yeah say you can say that we're biased okay but like i said i had legitimate i had legitimate critique of this documentary and like i said about him not revealing the 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 the, the ballot stashes you know the places that held the ballots okay i was like okay why why didn't you release the names? well once would he explained fe- it
2: i would have felt better if it had been more than one company that they went to but at the same time it's like
1: you know they they, they, they can only they got a grant from the government for two million dollars so with that two million dollars they can only buy data from the five from the f- five swing states they wanted to do the whole country and that would have been interesting but they only did data from the five swing states because and that was two million dollars worth of data right there did you did you catch the thing they were talking about like uh, you're homeless
2: and you like you're allowed to vote um, from your shelter or whatever um, mm-hmm. the, the, the the homeless shelters and I, I was like wow I, I didn't know that
1: oh yeah um, homeless people have a
2: right to vote well yeah i mean i know they have a right to vote but i didn't know how they did because these people don't have a (laughs) address right um so that that was kind of interesting
1: i I was like uh, i I thought i was pretty cool actually um so okay you know they can be included in and even even just because they're homeless they they're still americans you know they still their vote still counts
2: But yeah, in this case, you had people that were literally filling out ballots for people that were deceased Mm -hmm. or had moved or, you know, haven't voted in like 10 years. What was my, you know, kind of blew my mind was they were talking about how the voter, um, the voting list, how these states really don't maintain it very well. And I'm sitting there thinking, going, Okay, how do you fix something like that? Cuz if it's done by hand, it is done by human, which not that I trust a computer, cuz computer mm. can be control, you know, fixed too, but you know, how do you how do you prevent something like this?
1: That's the question, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that's the question. That's something you know I went to vote yesterday. They asked for the ID. I said, "Oh, you mean my voter suppression card?" <laughs> they just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> they just laughed. And so my mom was like, "Scott,
0: what is the truth?" I
1: mean,
2: well, I mean, it's it's to to me it makes. Uh, I know there were a lot of people that were there were throw it a fit a lot of states are trying to trying to shore up their laws so this kind of stuff doesn't happen and and, and who's the, who's the one fighting them on it
1: mm-hmm. Democrats and you know what you know we've we've had st- we've ever since I started voting um ID has been required mm-hmm. um it's been state law here ever since I started voting so who knows when it was enacted and nobody really complains about it I mean, black folks don't complain. white folks don't complain. It's just what we do. and it doesn't it doesn't doesn't really bother anybody. Nobody feels I suppressed mean, uh, by it nobody feels uh, race racist. yeah things.
2: i don't I don't see what the gripe is. i, re,
1: I really don't it just the only gripe that makes sense by requiring voter ID, you're making it harder to cheat and dem- like I said, dem- Democrats, Um uh... <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense to me, man.
2: I, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to make this sound like I'm picking on one particular because I'm not. But it just it just happened. They're the ones that were they you know, cheating. making making a stink about it. I mean,
1: it just. It... Well, I don't I'm I'm constitutional conservative um, and, and I make no bones about it. I, I, you know, there are some Republicans that I do not like. Um, but I don't like any Democrat at all. I mean, I try uh, to
2: be, I pride myself on trying to be objective and being, being able to look at both sides because
1: you got,
2: you got crazy people on both sides. Now let's be honest. um,
1: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the, the, but Republican crazy people are in the woods somewhere having, Ceremonies and shit. They're they're not holding public office and rigging elections, you know.
2: Yeah, and and they're not they're not standing uh, yeah. outside going. Um,
1: they're not teaching uh, our children.
2: They're they're right? not they're not standing outside going. I I I feel like a a, 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 a suppressed uh, horse today.
1: The Republican <laughs> the Republican Party had put their craze, crazies in a box and put them over in the corner. And that's where they live, and they vote, and they do what they do, but they don't really affect everyday life like libtards do. I mean, I mean
2: yeah, and I, uh, yeah, and that's exactly what they are. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. The, the stuff that comes out of these people's mouths,
1: you, you can't... And I'm not making fun of people with disabilities, mental no. or otherwise. When I say the word, like, retarded or libtard, that's an insult to the person directly. I'm not saying that because I'm not saying that having a mental handicap is a bad thing. I'm saying the person I'm insulting is a bad thing. I mean, they literally were going
2: into, they were going into homes where people were not mentally competent to vote. Apparently. And, uh, like group homes, I guess, and and getting them to—I mean, they were just—it was blatant senior,
1: fraud. Senior senior citizen facilities, like Governor <laughs> Cuomo murdered. Governor Cuomo. Those are the those are the places that Cuomo sent the seniors to, and he killed about ten thousand senior citizens by doing that. And uh, no nobody's <laughs> held him account to it. They, they'd rather oust him on a sex scandal than fucking. Crime against humanity. Which, okay, whatever.
2: Because yeah. well, I mean they can't. Well, I mean they have to. It has to be something more. Um, I guess <laughs> de- death is not obscene. I guess they have to. I don't no.
1: know. I
2: don't, I don't know. know. But, I mean, but the. To me, it's like okay. I'm a person with disabilities. I'm not offended by the the fact that I mean we have a serious um I use this term loosely because somebody used it with me once affliction oh shit <laughs> um, oh. Of stu- affl- affliction oh. Of, of stupid
1: oh. oh my god you guys to give me a minute on that one I wasn't ready for it man <laughs>
2: yes there is there um I once I was sitting at home one day. And, uh, this lady called, up. Uh, we're trying to sell, trying to sell our house. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she, get, I said, uh, ma'am, she goes, uh, how much do y'all want for your house? And I'm like, ma'am, I don't have that information. You'll have to ask my mom or ask my, ask my parents about that. Uh, my mom, my parents. And, uh, you know, she's like, well, why can't you tell me? It's like, ma'am, I don't know. And she's like, well, you have some sort of affliction that you can't (laughs) that you can't do this and I'm like man what do you mean
1: affliction oh my god
2: (laughs) and she goes well Uh, you're, you're you're sick or something you can't I'm like well I have you know CP I don't even know if she knew what that was but it's just, that has stuck with me all these years. Like, it's the only time
1: in my life anybody's ever said anything like that to me. It's like... <laughs> oh, my God. What, the, what? what, So you didn't know how much the house was being sold for. You're not in your parents' business. I mean, shit. <laughs> Wasn't it in the ad? I mean, how'd you find the house? I mean... <laughs> Damn. Yeah,
2: just somebody walked up, was walking up the street, and go, "Hey, yeah, such so this person down the street still in their house."
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell people, man. I, really I mean, mean,
2: just I mean, we have. I see people like this um, on a daily basis, and it's gotten worse. I mean, when you walk into a room. And you can't decide which door to go in when they're all open mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you know there's nothing blocking your uh, your uh, 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 way of getting into a room and yet you still walk up and go, "Can I come in here?" <laughs> you want so bad to just go, "I don't know, give it a try. <laughs>
1: I like that one dude that called you up that was in the middle of the lake. And what did you tell us? <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> Better learn um, how to swim, click. <laughs> 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 oh, you're going to have to tell that story, man. Because that, 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 uh, that killed uh, me, man. You must have had a bad day or something, man. Yeah, well,
2: okay. I work in retail. I won't say what. What I, what exactly I do, but my job is one of my jobs is to answer the phone, mm-hmm. and this gentleman calls up one day, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, um, I'm out. He's like, yo, uh, yo, uh, have wa- warranty? How? Have- Y'all have a warranty or anything on your trolling motors? Mine just quit. What do I do? And I'm, and I, at first I'm kind of like, well, okay, you're you're uh, you know you're on a where are you at, sir? And and he goes, I'm in the middle of the lake lake right now, and it just quit on me. What do I do? My brain is is <laughs> going. <laughs> 90 miles an hour. I'm sitting there going, uh, how are you on a, te- how are you on a phone? In the middle of a lake. And then it dawns, okay. Self-service. Wow. Yeah,
1: that's, yeah. that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, why did he decide to call you? I'd be <clears throat> calling a friend and then dealing with the warning. Yeah. And, I,
2: and I'm sitting there. My only response mm-hmm. is, uh, like, sir, we can't. I don't know what to. Do. We, you know, call the manufacturer. <laughs> we don't. Uh, what I bought. I just bought this thing. It's like, well, I mean, you can bring it back to us. Well, I'm kind of in the middle of the lake. What? What am I supposed to do? Like, and I'm sitting there going, uh, I'm thinking this. I'm not saying this because we're not. You know, you, you know, you're. You have to be nice. I'm sitting there going, learn how to swim, motherfucker.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
2: <laughs> I mean, even my co-workers who I told this, they're like, damn, like, learn how to swim. <laughs> And I have I have never had a phone call like that since that 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 is. Like it, it it's thing.
1: almost like it was a a crank call almost. I mean, <laughs> almost. I, I think it was legit because I I used to work in retail and believe me. Um, I mean, this is what people people just don't they don't use common sense.
2: It's like. And I know there's the thing of people that, um, you know, some people have common sense, but they don't have book sense. And some people have book sense, but they don't have common sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting to think there was probably somebody, somebody somewhere in the middle that, like, isn't capable of figuring out the slightest thing. Mm-hmm. And and you want so bad, to just ask them, how are you walking upright? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean...
0: and they
2: they come in with these kids and um these are the kind of people that you know there's nothing uh against them or whatever you you know you're raised how you're raised you you know you get what you get in, in terms of brains that's that's up to the lord but <laughs> as they say but uh there's not there's not a lot of people that just don't take the time to 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 you know and when it comes to things like our elections, you really need to pay attention. and a lot of people don't they just mm. um, sort of you know look at the telescreen to use mm. the phrase and and they get their information, and that's what that's how they they uh, make up their minds. They don't do their research, they don't You know ask questions of the candidates they don't ask themselves questions about the candidates um which you'll be you'll be very surprised i mean last time i went to vote in the last presidential election i went to look down the ballot and there's like all these people for president that i didn't hear about i mean trump and 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 biden yes but there, there was all kinds of people that were on the ballot for president that nobody had ever heard of um which everybody knew the guy that uh that owned Starbucks he was one of them for a while uh and and it's it's all because you're only fed a certain amount of information about one particular candidate, whether it be for president or for your elected offices, um, your congressman, your senator, um, even your local elections, sometimes um, is that way. And use the tools that are available available to you, because this this is why this kind of stuff happens because people don't use the what's available to them. Um, I know for a while you yourself were discouraged. You were like, like "I'm never going to vote again," because it doesn't matter, you know.
1: Well, I I struggle with that. I mean, I voted in Alabama primary, and you know, um, it was a long shot. I, I I voted for Lou Burnett for for governor to get on the to get on the ballot. He didn't get it. And that's fine. You know, um, K.I.V. won. She's the incumbent. And uh, it was Robert Bentley, speaking of which. Oh, you know,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember him. Yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, I still don't understand how a pimple popper got to be governor. But a- anyway, it's America, right? Um, yeah. So I still struggle with it because, you know, it's like, does my vote matter? you know, does, because, you know, does it, does it, does it even? I mean, after 2020, everything's up in here, you know, so a good friend of mine, aside from you, he, uh, he was bothered by the fact that I was giving up on voting, he was like, look, he was like, um, if you don't vote then nobody votes. And if nobody votes, then it gets easier and easier for them to cheat. The more people that vote, the harder it is for them to cheat. Because they're they're competing against honest votes instead of stolen or cheated votes.
2: And yeah, you can look at this documentary and you can literally see, well, you know, honest people voted and they're being cheated out of what they, you know,
1: so, so, my thing is, after talking to my friend is that the more legit votes they have to overcome, the harder it is. instead of you know ten you know ten or fifteen votes per mule, you know to throw the election, make it so it's a hundred or two hundred votes per mule. You know, because they're competing against legitimate votes that, that they're trying to, you know, so if the more even if you don't vote for the same person, like, you know, it still gets harder for them to cheat because the legit votes should outnumber. They should always outnumber and the less people vote, the more control the cronies have because it just gets easier. And that little pep talk was like, it was a hard pill to swallow, but the pill was red. And, um, and I've been taking red pills for quite a while now. And uh, <laughs> and I, I just feel like, you know, yeah, you know, that was one red pill that was hard to swallow. It was hard to argue as well because, you know. And I'll say this, even if you don't vote for president, okay, you don't vote for, like, federal elections, it's crucial to know who's teaching your kids. It's crucial to know who's running the school system. It's crucial to know who's running your town or your municipality. Get involved in local politics because that's where it starts. Um... A lot of parents woke up and they're going to their school council meetings and their city council meetings and stuff, and they're seeing that their kids are being groomed. Um, you know, I don't understand any argument that says a third grader should be talked to about sex no. under any circumstance. It's not gay or straight, it's just under any circumstances. Why, why you need, and the Florida bill, that don't say gay bill it affects third grade and younger third grade and younger okay and they have a problem with this if you have a problem with that that means you want to damage children you want to get them
2: be so confused they don't know they don't know what
1: uh here's the pattern you know and it work and it works like a charm because it happened to me here's the pattern they get into your head it's like you could be whoever you want to be. You could be a rainbow. You could be a unicorn. You can be whatever you want to be. I I can. Yes, Billy, Billy Etta, whatever whatever you wanna identify as you could be whatever you want to be. Knowing full well the parents ain't for all this because parents are trying to be parents out there, you know. But Billy, you know, one day your parents are gonna are are gonna you know are, are are gonna you know they're gonna disagree with you they're gonna oppress you and sure enough parents disagree with this and oppress this billy was like oh you're you're right oh wise one oh wise pride teacher oh rainbow worshiper oh and then then they have the kid he's disconnected from his parents they have the kid you know if a pedophile does that shit that's called grooming and that's exactly what it is regardless I have no tolerance for it I don't have a problem with the gay community I don't have a problem I've got you know I've I, I defended a gay dude my previous job who got treated like shit by one of our elder co-workers and you know i didn't like the way this dude worked but it was his first job so i'm like you know he needs guidance he doesn't need to in, insult him and she and this other coworker would just rail in on this dude and i kept telling him i was like dude to finish i didn't care that he was gay i didn't care what color skin he was he had he was a good part he was a sweet kid man and and it was his first real job and he just didn't get it, didn't click with him, and it takes longer for some people. And um and I defended him. So it's not I don't have a problem with gay people, okay? And that's why it comes off a lot, you know it's instant you know, racist, homophobe, No, I'm not. You have to know me, okay? And it's not a contradiction. it's it's like, I got in an argument with one person, and we don't talk, and the last argument we had was, um, you know, uh, because you voted for Trump, it's, it's just, you know, you can't say you're not racist because you support a racist, so how, you know, it's like, I'm not racist, Trump's not racist, if you really listen to him, 3.5% unemployment. That affects everybody all colors all races gay straight that affects everybody that's not just catering or pandering to one demographic that's helping everybody that's not racist that's american you know and i i just get real tired i get real tired of people falling into this victim mentality there's a lot of it i'm a victim okay i'm a victim of the way i was born I'm a victim of circumstances. I've been a victim in the workplace, you know. Fuck it. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I don't dwell on it. It's just it does. I don't. It doesn't benefit me. You know. It just doesn't. And you know, I've not benefited from anything other than my own direction and my own values. You know, I point myself in the direction I want to go. But people don't take the time to listen to you. They hear just keywords like "oh, oh," and I do. I do have a problem with this gender thing. I think that's a fad, and if you th- and, and I don't care. Gender dysphoria is a thing, but it's so freaking rare in the medical community. It is so freaking rare. It is unbelievably rare, and it's it scientifically impossible to be as common as it is now. There's no reason for it, other than it's trendy. Yeah,
2: at some at some point, you and I are going to have to have do a show on books because there are two books that come, actually almost three books that come to mind. Um, I know we've probably talked about this at one point or another, but uh, <clears throat> uh, Brave New World and 1984. Okay. If you if you cannot if you cannot if, you, if if you if no one has ever read those
1: two books read them <laughs> cuz Even even if you think you know what they're about like yeah I've heard of that book no just actually read the book you've heard of it I'm sure but take the, third the time book, they're not they're not long books you know Yeah
2: well the third
1: book I'm talking I'm going to talk about is
2: also it is very long it's one of the longest <laughs> books I've ever read in my life um, and, and, and that is Atlas Shrugged
1: It's an excellent book. It's one of my all-time favorite books, man. And, you
2: know, you'll have to, uh, you know, sacrifice a few meals, you know, um, put off naming
1: your firstborn. uh. (laughs) You could go about Atlas Shrugged one of two ways. And I did it both ways. So it's up to it's up to the listener of this podcast to choose. You can listen to the audiobook. It's no lie. It's like what, eighty hours? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, or you could read the book. And well, now I've done both. I've got the hard covey cover, one one of the original um now,
2: out of curiosity is this sucker the size of a phone book and could
1: you like you it's thicker than a phone book
2: okay so you could literally knock somebody unconscious with this thing okay
1: it's about it's about three and a half four inches thick <laughs> wow
2: um so not yeah. only not only do you get educated you can also defend yourself with it
1: <laughs> the hardcover yeah yeah, yeah like I just, uh, but, but, yeah. That, that's, that, that book was the red pill moment for me. Um, I got it. I got what it meant. I got what Republicans try to say, but they don't do a good job in saying it. I understood, I I understood so many things. Um, you
2: know, we're being conditioned not to care about anything
1: Oh, don't yeah. question things just just, uh, just 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 you'll you'll own nothing and you will be happy be happy exactly
2: <laughs> like oh i don't i don't have i don't own my house so you know the the the, 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 the minute the ministry takes care of me they provide my food they provide my shelter um
1: speaking of houses uh, my favorite house in this whole city just came up for sale, and I'm not in a position to buy it. Uh, heartbreaking. Well, the uh, housing
2: market is
1: uh, doing pretty uh, good right now.
2: Yeah. Um, I can't. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I can't afford to buy my own house either. So.
1: Well, it's just you know this this house. I, you know the listeners are like oh my god they're they're just bullshit now. Yeah, that's what we do. This is a conversation that y'all get to listen in on. So, there's going to be times where you don't get stuff and that's okay. <laughs> but um I'll send you a I'll send you the listing so you can see what I mean by how how much I, I love this house. If you want to put it on our no, cuz I don't want it to get sold. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna sell it's gonna sell but i'm not gonna help it um unless i buy the thing which i'm not in any position to do at this point but it's a beautiful house it was designed by a student of frank Lloyd wright and it was built in 1957 and uh yeah it's my favorite house in this whole city But yeah, the election thing—the vote—was hard to come back to. Uh, this is the first election I voted in since 2020, and uh, it was bittersweet. Um, yeah,
2: and uh, people who um, intimidate people into voting a certain way, or intimidate people to either vote or not—you know—it is a—it is a constitutional right whether you vote or not. Do not vote in any election. Doesn't matter what it is for people to to. Um, intimidate voters and, 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 and which does happen i don't care what people say i don't care what the media says you know you get and, and that's why I'm, I'm just gonna say it that's why all these all these people are being let into our country because they you know they're potential voters um Because the people in power are scared that they're going to lose power. Mm. And the thing about it is, I don't think this time it's going to matter.
1: I don't think it will either.
2: Like, I I sincerely hope it don't matter. But we're not quite there yet. So, you know. And this has nothing to do with a Republican or Democrat. This has to do with, look at what's happening in the world. Look at what's happening in this country. And do you want that? Do do you Mm. want, you know... Insanity. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. It's cray cray for real, man.
2: I mean, there is we're literally being it's it's being shoved down our throat so much that at one point we're gonna be we're gonna be so confused and so disoriented that they'll just lead us around by their nose. Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it's exactly what they want but you know just don't let it happen is all i can say you know
1: just vote just vote and don't vote because the tv told you to vote for somebody or take the time do a little research vote for vote for your candidate and uh make it count
2: yeah go go if you can physically do it go to a polling place and vote don't do this absentee mail-in ballot junk <laughs> um because that's that's where we have these problems is you know anybody can get a hold of these things despite the fact that they were watermarked
1: i mean, mm.
2: i remember you and i having these having a conversation at one point um um a family member of mine had to vote absentee and I got to look at the back out of at the Not the actual ballot, but the actual watermark. On mm-hmm. the, I guess that didn't, that didn't matter.
1: No, it didn't matter because you know, if you're part of the system, then, you know, it's not going to
0: matter.
2: So, you know, if you can do if you can do this kind of thing in person then then please by all, by all means do it
0: yeah um,
1: another uh episode that we can you, since you mentioned the book episode another episode we could dive into is movies. Um, we've been talking about that for a while, mhm.
2: Which uh, while we're talking about this, I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw it out to our the people that might you know the people that are listening. Um, if if there are things that you know you think you want us to hear hear us talk about, um, or uh, things that you know you think should be brought to our attention to talk about, um, drop us a line on our Facebook page. Uh, right now, it's the only way to to get to contact us uh we will um eventually have some other place other than facebook because the bug and i are not real big fans (laughs) of facebook
1: Mm. Uh, especially now
2: and uh just look for just look for geek versus geek um like subscribe follow us tell your friends um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we we need all the help we can get eventually there's going to be a place where you can donate if you get something out of it
3: you know please Mm -hmm.
2: donate to us we're gonna we're gonna try to stick to the value for value model which means if you get something out of it and, and you you know play pay you know give what it's worth um and it doesn't even have to have to be money like i said you could You know suggest topics to us you can um tell us about information you know regarding to something related to something that we've talked about previously um because you know we're not know-it-alls we you know we do our research and do you know read just like everybody else and, and talk to people um I know you have a lot of friends online and people that you meet around the world um i'm not that fortunate <laughs> um i'm not that much of a of a uh, big talker on the internet i guess um but uh you know there's lots of ways that you can contribute if you want to contribute like i said if you want to get something out of the, if you get something out out of this podcast, you know if it's informative to you, if it's you know if you get you know please consider you know donating time, talent or treasure. you know time is telling us you know, sending us some an email and saying, you know, hey, what about this or did you did you, you know have something to add to something you talked about on on such and such show. Um, you know you know I want to help you guys out, you know, drop, know get in touch with bug or myself um Mm, mm. and uh you know like we we said we can talk about movies we can talk about music we can talk about you know we occasionally go into politics um i know we haven't finished the the economics episode um or the the personal finance episode that will get finished Within the next couple of weeks, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, and, and if you, you know you have questions or anything that you want to ask, people can you know can drop us a line that way. Um, I, I'm trying to make it better to where the, to where it's easier for people to get in touch with us. Um, uh, I will put email addresses um on the page at some point to where you can drop us a line um eventually we'll have our own website but or a, a page on a website i haven't decided which one uh to go with that's the discussion that, that uh you and i will have to have at some point uh, we probably have but mm-hmm. um it's just it's a way to make donating your time talent or treasure as as a podcast that we are very uh fond of says um helps us make the show better helps us you know continue to you know have conversations um -hmm. eventually we would like to have guests um i don't know how you're going to get three people in on this little thing but Mm -hmm. we'll have to figure it out (laughs) um so there goes the sales pitch for the
1: episode. <laughs> All right, now that we got that out of the way, um, yeah, just get in touch with us through our Facebook, Geek versus Geek on Facebook, and um, just whatever, whatever, whatever you need, um, as far as getting in touch with us or whatever, um, just go there and uh, we'll we'll guide you from there. Um,
2: yeah. yeah, the next episode, um, there've been several, uh, the documentary, um, thing kind of spearheaded. Maybe we should talk about other things that we've seen or movies that we've recently, you know, cause there, there's a lot of old movies, um, that are out there that, uh, have really piqued our interest of late, um. You and I were talking about Casablanca and Over the Edge. Uh, yeah. And um, uh, what happened? What was the Hitchcock film you were telling me about?
1: The Trouble with Harry?
2: Trouble with Harry, yes. yeah. Um,
1: Shirley MacLaine's debut into uh, feature films. Right.
2: Uh, yeah, so, so there's, there, there's some interesting stuff coming up for us, um,
1: within the next, now, uh, I will, hang on a second, uh, keep, keep the crowd going, I gotta do something real quick, yeah, um, we will, um, we hope that you're getting
2: something, uh, entertaining out of this, um, we, we are, hopefully going to have a lot more to say about a lot more different things um more to say about what's currently going on current events more to say about you know about our experiences with different things because this is all about what this show is about is just a conversation between um bug and myself and uh we we like to drag you along uh for the ride and uh the topics are varied, the topics are, uh, just out there, um, I have been, you know, really diving deep into music, uh, and movies, and, and the bug has too, uh, books, where we're constantly, con- you know, getting into things, uh, I'm sure there's a lot to, that can be said about the, um, uh, currently going on in Texas and uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue to look into that and you know there, there's lots of places you can get information well we're hope that you know that we're one of those that you you uh, get something out of and uh, you know like, like we say if you got something that you want to talk about or want to you know us to talk about or something to say to us we're gonna make it easier for you to um, to do that. and uh, this this is the way this the these shows and these conversations usually go. It's very random, it's very um, sometimes unfocused, and you'll just have to bear with us a little bit because that's how we roll. Um, and sometimes it's fun. Um, there's not a lot of fluff and you know, uh, sound effects and stuff to this yet um i don't think there ever will be i think it works too well for for us um, the way it's going now but if you have ideas and suggestions please you know let us know you know we'll take them under advisement um as it were uh i mean some of our episodes like the the Hebagon episode was sort of suggested just sort of out of the blue and the more we got into this topic the more you know this is like something that would be interesting for us to talk about and so we did and uh, it's it's you know been one of our more popular episodes and uh thank you for that um i mean wow 13 episodes in uh i didn't I wondered if we were going to make it this far at times, Um, but I knew we could do it. It's it's just some days you have, you know, you kind of have to put a little more, a little more oomph into it, as they say. And I think we're doing that um, very well. And uh, Bugman, you, uh, you back with me here? Okay, well, uh, I guess I'll take the opportunity to uh, give y'all a little heads up on something that I'm working on separately from this. Um, Eventually, there will be, I used to have a YouTube channel called Brain Napalm, and uh, it was a vlog, and it was just me kind of reacting to current events or things that I saw there, it was very, um, I would watch something and I would be, or or I would hear something and I would take to the YouTubes and, uh, give my, you know, very colorful opinions sometimes about it. And, uh, I'm going to bring, try to bring that back in some form, but in, in, in podcast form, um, so stay tuned for that um, it's going to be very similar to some of the some of the shows that i've done early shows that i've done um when uh the bug was unavailable um we uh, we called it geofly solo there's like one or two maybe three episodes of that original um up on our facebook page and um if you like, you can check those out, along with the other videos from the earlier earlier episodes that we've done, um, including the election episode. And um, <clears throat> it, it, it has gone very well and turned out very interesting. We tried the live chat thing um, for a while. That was hard to do. Um, I don't see how some of these podcasts do where they, uh, they have their one eye on the chat, one eye on their, on their, their screens doing their podcasts. Um, kudos to those people who were able to do it well. Um. news i don't know how many are um uh, what kind of books people like to read but i I like to read a lot of um spy novels espionage um it's not the only thing i read but it's part of um uh, i'd be curious to know how many people are tom clancy fans um or uh vince flynn um I know this is uh, very random. I'm just trying to fill fill the void here a little bit. Um, and uh, I've so far I have read uh, I've read most of Tom Clancy's books, uh, but I've gone back in recent years and started reading them in chronological order. Um, apparently, there is a website that uh, you can go to. I think it's like BookOrder.com, and it gives you the chronological order. To read a particular series is very viable. Um, I'm also semi-active on uh, um, Goodreads, which is like a social network for, uh, for book readers. Um,
1: um, if you can uh,
2: look me up on uh, on Goodreads, it's a uh, Journey Journeyman. I Forget the. But, uh, i find a lot of books that way um some a lot like i said a lot of thrill techno thrillers i love to read thriller books um, a lot of uh mystery thriller uh, type books uh, comics all that kind of stuff um I just recently finished a very good book about, um, uh, called The Art of Invisibility by Kevin Mitnick, which teaches you how to, you know, kind of talks about how to, how to be uh, more uh, proactive online and, and, you know, protect your, your rights. Uh, Privacy um, is the main focus. Uh, at some point we will, uh, hopefully maybe we'll do a show on that. Um, they say privacy is dead, but it doesn't have to be. I used to think that, um, believe that, but the more I read and the more I, uh, the more things I discover, I think, uh, I think that it's not so much true. Um, you just have to work at it, I think. Um... y'all are are doing that uh, in some capacity because it is valuable, just like your right to vote. It's very, uh, very necessary because if we don't do it, as we've been talking about, um, we lose. Um, If you don't like something, you can always change it. The only way you can change it is by voting.
0: When it comes to our government. <clears throat> um,
3: and. Uh, uh, it's. It's. Uh,
2: It's a unique country we live in, Uh, one of the best countries in the world, and uh, I think some people know that better than we do. Um, uh, And it's time we we get better at, you know, knowing what our rights are and what our our freedoms are, because I think we take them for granted a little too much. Anyway, that's my story, and I'm
0: sticking to it. Hopefully, uh, Scott'll get back to us here
2: pretty quick. Otherwise, known as debug, <sighs> whatever he is, uh, he is doing. Um, I guess I can just uh, take a trip. Um, I don't know how many people actually go to uh, have seen the new Batman movie. I recently did. And uh, despite the fact that it gets uh, a lot of undue criticism, criticism, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I enjoy going to the movies uh, more than most people. Um, now, while the... Uh, the experience has hurt, been hurt a lot, thanks to the COVID.
0: Um, there's
2: nothing like sitting in the theater watching a, you know, watching a movie with some popcorn. Um, one of these days, as I said, you know, this is one of the things that you take for granted, things that you used to be able to do that now you can't do because of one factor or another
0: and uh, this is this is all part of it
2: you know always protect yourself protect your rights protect your freedoms uh, I think this is why podcasting exists to a certain extent because traditional um, traditional radio traditional uh, forms of communications are getting you know, co-opted and and subverted. Um, right now, this
0: medium um, is
2: open. It's free. Um, anybody can download it. Um, you can access our um, podcast on any on any network currently. Um, and uh, for now you know, it's a good thing to take advantage of it, so do take advantage of it, um, excuse me,
3: and, uh,
2: yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's one of the freedoms that we enjoy in this country that I think a lot of people the freedom of speech some it's 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 uh which is a constitutional right and some people take advantage of that some people don't and I'm back. uh you should you no know. and welcome back man
1: and yeah that, uh that, i apologize for the situation um without getting into too much detail um one of my neighbors uh, has sent a medical emergency across the street, and uh, we don't know what's going on, but um, he's had some medical issues recently, and they haven't really gotten any better, and um, so we're just kind of concerned. It's well, kudos, boy, man. What's going I on, get
2: look, look it out for your neighbors, man. Not enough will um, do that.
1: Well, you know, they've been good neighbors, and they're good people, and, uh, it's just unfortunate, you know, things just went downhill for them quick last month or so, and, you know, it's just, uh, just unfortunate, um, you know, I don't want to divulge their business, but it, it doesn't look good over there, and, you know, um, I just pray it's a technicality that, you know, they're being able to treat whatever it is on site and, you know, he does make a full recovery because, uh, like I said, you know, your neighbors are your neighbors. I mean, you know, you buy your house and you get settled in and you either live with them or whatever, you know, and, um, like I said, these the, these particular neighbors have been good neighbors to us, and uh, just hopefully by the time the good folks hear this, um, that he would have bounced back and made a recovery, and it's um, all us could hope for. Um, yeah,
2: I was just telling uh, telling our uh, audience about, about uh, you know just basically telling them thank you for for listening and if you listen and you know how you know just different things we talked about Uh, i recently went and saw bat the batman um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and you know basically just uh the theater experience is still alive and well and uh in between all that i um you know was trying to express you know this the podcasting is the last uh uh, unrestricted medium everything Mm -hmm. else is everything else is getting very restricted slowly Mm. but surely
1: Um, well they're trying they're trying with the podcast yeah i mean freedom freedom of speech
2: and it doesn't matter what kind of speech it is i mean is 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 a is a fundamental right that we should also that we should all strive to protect
1: <laughs> you know um, oh yeah
2: and this is one to me this is one of the ways you do it you know
1: um just speak whatever's on your mind just speak man don't worry about what people think man you know um My particular, my particular opinion is that your friends and your family, if they're really, you know, stand up people, they can disagree with you and still care about you and still feel like, you know, hey, I don't agree with you, but that, you know, that's your opinion and still have a healthy relationship with that person, you know. I have literally lost friends because I voted for Trump. I mean, I've lost family because I voted for Trump. No other explanation has been given to me other than, well, you support Trump now. And, you know, when you were supporting Obama, you were cool, but now you support Trump. So you're not cool. Never mind. I'm the same person I've been, (laughs) you know.
2: Yeah. And it always, it always kind of flabbergasts me when you ask them, okay, why? And they can't give you a straight answer.
1: No, it's just, well, you know, he's, I like the way he says things. He calls people's names. Okay. I'd rather do it to my face than behind my back, man. You know, um, that's a level of honesty. You don't get in Washington too often. Yeah. But you know? To me, it was like,
2: especially since we've suffered through almost concluding when Trump was in office and now I mean,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: It, life's too short. It really is. Constantly, you know. I mean, it's just... people need to learn how to breathe. Some somebody yeah. uh, put on, put on Facebook the other. Or I found this on Facebook the other day. It says, you know, it's Facebook. It's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. And you know look at this car and tell me what size the car is. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it, it's just just stuff like that that, that that basically is very poignant to me. I was kind of like, you know what? It, it's not, how how did we get to be so, like, you, you put this on Facebook and I'm offended by it, so I'm going to yell and scream because, well, it's an open platform. It's free speech. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if I agree with it or not. You know, I'm entitled entitled to my opinion. You know, just like anybody else. Um, You're entitled to your opinion, just like anybody else. And to shout, you know, no matter what the issue is, to shout somebody down, regardless if you disagree with them or not, you can disagree with somebody in a civilized manner. We seem to be incapable of that these days.
1: yeah being able being able to accept each other's differences is is gone just absolutely gone and and uh that that to me is how we we learn from talking to each other and accepting differences and um there, there's a bastion of our community that uh, will not have that, you know. Um, and I know, I don't know. I, I'm, I stopped a long time ago, pretending I have answers for anything. But at the same time, I can't help but try because I want to grow as a human being. I want to feel like i'm understanding better than better tomorrow than i have yesterday and um yeah that's that's, that's what how i, I never, got to where i'm at now
2: you that's know. what i never understood people like people get on other people because their opinion changes or their opinion um you know it isn't what it used to, the the well you used to be like you used to be liberal and you used to not believe well i mean to to use the term then i grew up you know <laughs> you know I, I i saw you know i you were able to look at things and be like because you and i have argued, have had arguments ourselves about these kind of things
1: politically it was just it was a struggle and it wasn't that it affected our friendship it's just like hey man where where is this coming from man you know why you know why are we and we eventually took our own, that that's good you mentioned that because you and I took different roads but we got pretty much to the same place on our own you went one way I went another way but we came back to it and it was like you know I didn't try to sell anything to you I didn't try to convince you of anything and you didn't do that to me we we just had these disagreements and we didn't know how to deal with it but, um, it's not that it threatened our you know our friendship or anything. It's just like, dude, what, what? you know, And then, you know, when when we came when we got past that rough spot, we both came to the same conclusion. and it was ironic because I was in no way trying to change anybody's mind on anything. You want to know what I think, I'll tell you. And if that affects your decision making process, then, so be it but i'm not pitching anything it's like okay this is what i think if you have questions i'll be happy to try to answer them but you know i'm not trying to change your mind i gave up that a long time ago because you know there are people in my family that are vote blue no matter who and they'll defend the blue no matter what and uh, and and i just i gave up trying to tell them anything you know um because you're not you're not going to change their mind but if you want to know what i think and why i think it sure i'll I'll go there but i'm not i'm not ignorant to think that i'm possibly going to affect somebody else's way of thinking yeah isn't
2: it strange that now we have a we have our society is so um uh kind of wide open in terms of the information being instantaneous, whether it be good or bad. I mean, when we were kids, you didn't walk into a room and the fact that some talking head on television said something didn't make you, didn't tick you off Mm -hmm. or make you, you just, now you walk in a room and, and like Fox news or CNN is on the, uh,
1: I don't, two, watch, I don't watch yeah, either one of
2: them. I don't either, but, you
1: know, I mean, other
2: people, you know, uh, I don't live alone. Um, other people, I don't either in the house, you walk, you walk past the room. You, you, you're, you here's this thing. It goes in your brain and you, you digest what you heard and you're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Whether you agree with it or not, it's just like, uh, it, it, I don't know how we got to that. I mean, the 24-hour, CNN was the first 24-hour news network. Some people forget that. I mean, some people don't remember a time when they when CNN wasn't around. Um, I mean... I remember watching that, watching the coverage of the Gulf War, the first Gulf War.
1: Mm-hmm. That was, Desert uh, Storm.
2: That Desert was, Storm. That was unique. I, were you in, you were, uh, you were, I was in school at the time, one of our, um, one of my, she wasn't one of my teachers, but she was a, um, helicopter pilot. Um, she flew Hueys, and oh. um, I remember, you know, waving to her as she left, was leaving school to, to go. Um,
1: Wait a minute! For- she flew Hueys. She flew Hueys in Desert Storm. Mm-hmm. Ha, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs>
0: yep.
1: She never Why used is- the word. Because Hueys were retired by then, they weren't in active service. They're not now. They they got they got surplused into the private market. That's why you see a lot of them painted in ambulance and police helicopters and stuff. The Blackhawk replaced the Huey in Desert Storm. It was the first uh, deployment of the Blackhawk in active in active duty. Well, um, it may be. Well, as I call it, it, was it
2: may have been a blackhawk, but uh, I think we all of us kids thought it was Huey's. <laughs> At least that's what we were told. Um,
1: mm, well, so who knows? Who who does know? She may have just went over there. She may, you know. Who knows, man? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> she could told y'all a line of shit, man. Who like knows? like
2: years from now, that somebody's gonna unearth a, unearth a capsule you know and there's
1: gonna be all this and they're gonna be like wow this teacher was full of shit (laughs) no I don't know I assume she was telling you the truth but it's just hmm. Huey's got retired after uh, well their last active duty was Vietnam um and then they uh, they got phased out as the Blackhawks took their place. Um, which I didn't see any need to replace the Huey. The Huey's a very capable aircraft, man. Damn near impossible to shoot
0: down.
2: But, uh, yeah, yeah. As I said, folks, this is how this works. We just,
1: you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh again, I apologize for me bailing there for a little while. Um, hopefully, that uh, didn't cause too much of a disruption, but I I am concerned about my neighbors across the street. And um, mm-hmm. as well, uh, you should be. The, the show, I, the show is the show. It'll be here, but you know. Um, and, yeah, Geo has my, a lot to say, so. Well, so I try, see. I
2: tried, I tried to fill the void. I don't know how good of a job I did, but.
1: Oh, you did, you did excellent, man. When I was coming back into the room to the studio here, Studio B, um, I heard you just going, and I and I picked up the headphones, and I was like, okay, he's 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 got this, man. You know, there's no smooth way to enter back into the conversation though, so.
2: No, I was uh, I was sort of um, giving them uh, a, a heads up on um, something I used to do, my YouTube channel.
1: Oh yeah, um, man, I miss that brain napalm, man.
2: That that, that may come back uh, as a podcast at some
1: point. Um, that would be excellent if you were to do that. That would be excellent. I must I must admit
2: yeah but it's not it's not as
1: easy to i
2: used to literally see something um or read something or watch something Mm -hmm. or hear something and uh i would literally pick up my phone and be like go into the youtube app hit record and that's how i did it 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 was literally that spontaneous Uh, i don't know how well i can do that i'll have to do a little more planning with with, if I turn it into a podcast so okay I mean I realized that part of it was was what kind of made it you know special in your eyes I know
1: but Mm, I loved it absolutely um, loved
2: (laughs) and I had I had some good ones um yes you did one of my most famous ones, I did sort of did a my version of a product review, and uh, I still to this day don't understand why it got so many views. It was on the uh, Jabra Wave headset, which I don't, I think they don't even make anymore.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, maybe not. You still have those? That one, no. Uh, what happened to it? Uh, I don't know Damn. no I use earbuds like
2: which are also made by Jabra um, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't have a, a big old microphone attached to it um, and then of course I've done some I've done my share of ranting Mm. Um. Some of those didn't get as much attention. Although my second, my second most popular video, as I recall, was um the Disney Star Wars rant, which uh was back when um Disney acquired uh acquired Star Wars, and I remember thinking at first I was like, oh, it's you know no big deal, you know, I kind of agree with. With George Lucas, it's time for somebody else to tell Star Wars stories. Little did I know that Disney was going to take it and run it into the ground.
1: <laughs> well, I was opposed from it from the absolute beginning. Um, I had no tolerance for Disney at all. And they, they took, they bought one of them. You know, when George Lucas had Star Wars, I was all in. You know, I was all in, man. But then uh, Disney got involved and I'm like mm. Well I, I mean you can, you can blame you can blame him for that
2: because I mean of course if anybody threw I mean if somebody threw a billion dollars at me <laughs> it'd be
1: hard to say no to. It would be hard to say no, but I mean, mm. yep. (laughs) Yeah, I tried to get, I tried to
2: give it a chance. I haven't seen the very most recent one, um, I'll admit, but I saw the first two.
0: Um, and, and
2: after after the second one, I'm like, I'm done. I just feel the same way about um, their acquisition of Marvel for a while they were leaving Marvel alone to to kind of be autonomous. Then their movies made billions and billions of dollars and they're like oh, okay we need to start. which I don't think it's necessarily the executives I think it was, in Marvel's case, I think it has more to do with China. (laughs) Um, Because a lot of that stuff is shot in China, believe it or not. Very, very little of, there's very little Hollywood left in Hollywood. So, and Disney's no exception to that. Of course, if you look at what's going on right now, I think we might see a changing of the guard like what happened to Netflix. Um, at least I hope so. So, well, yeah, there's,
1: there's that. Yeah. yeah, there is that. <laughs> and uh, that's got us just under the two-hour mark if you want to call it good um yeah we can do that all right ladies and gentlemen again apologies for the uh for bailing on y'all um but you know that makes for an interesting show a little drama (laughs) um and uh i'll listen to the show as i do the post-production and so i'll get caught up on what geo contributed in my absence and um the show may be released tomorrow. I'll try to get it out tomorrow if at all possible. Um, you, but if not look look for Friday. We're going to, to, to release
2: the uh, release the that other episode in context.
1: Yeah. At the same time? Um, okay. No, well it'll be a delayed release. It'll okay, okay so let, let's, I'm going to give the audience a little background here. I've got a family situation I have to attend to. Um, I'm going to be leaving for a couple of weeks. Um, That puts, I don't have a mobile studio or anything like that. So that that puts things, as far as the show goes, on hold. However, we do have content that can be um, placed in our absence. And one of those is the election special that that we talked about in this episode and um, again it's four hours long it's going to be audio only but you'll hear our 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 reaction as the election unfolded so when we tell you from day one we were skeptical you'll hear us in this in this presentation that'll be one of the episodes that uh, will be released. In my absence, it won't it won't be a fresh, it won't be fresh content. It'll be almost two years old now, but you haven't heard it. Um, very few people have because it was a Facebook only release when we first started doing this. So um, normally,
2: yeah, normally I would I would be doing a solo episode. I have done them before. um There's at least two or three of them on the feed, as a matter of fact facebook feed not (laughs) um but not this time so maybe in the future
1: (laughs) okay and having said that i'm bo i'm geo and you've been listening to geek versus geek and we'll catch you next time
0: see ya